Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. We have some very, very special guests in the room. We have with us, and I'm reading from a bit of paper, their code names. Uh, we have superhero names. Superhero mm. names. Well, they're not really superhero names because you could easily well, not, I, no. could, like leave and not come back. I know you could identify <laughs> them fairly easily. Anyway, there is the delightful Almond. Hello, Almond. Hello. Well, there we go. Leaning into the <laughs> mic. Delightful. Very nice to have you with us today. We have the Hotness, I believe. Hey. The hot nest monster <laughs> who's just fallen off the stool, leaning in to the microphone. Living this is up to her name. Already going well. <laughs> and yeah, we, we have a returning guest here today as well. It's me. I'm back once more. You but also, away, do you? it's all about me once again. But also, we have Chopper, my sister. Hey. Yay. False enthusiasm. We love that. It's perfect. So we have cajoled them into our tiny, tiny, tiny podcast room on possibly the hottest day of the year, plied them with a little bit of Dutch courage, and they're going to sort of interview us. I, I think that's kind of the plan. They're looking at me kind of weirdly. So I'm just going to try and guide us all through this hot mess, but not hotness, right? <laughs> You're going to go in hotness to the carnage that is this conversation. Yes, that's so what... It's a little round table about... What they think of what we do. Yeah, well, it's it's a square table or a rectangular table, but people You're don't so need to know that. It. It's very cosy. It's very. It's, <laughs> it's a little bit intimate, isn't it? It is slightly uh, more in touching. here. We, 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 we might be all using the most of our deodorant in the course of this discussion. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. I have plied them, as I said, with with a couple of drinks, just a gentle just to amount. Gently of ease them in. I've also fed them over the last twenty four hours, which is often a good sign. We're double parked with proseccos and cherry aids at the moment. That's not. A, it's, it's all good. It's all. It's all fine. So, mm. any questions that you want to chuck at us? Let's kick things off. Almondo, come on. <laughs> Because <laughs> you've always got a lot to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm possibly the uh, gobbiest one of the gang. Um, so my main question when all this um, became apparent to us... The... <laughs> was revealed upon to you. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> revealed under... Uh, no, no duress. You chose to tell us, yeah, yeah, didn't that's you? Right. Yeah, we're, we're fam. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, probably my, my first question and my main concern, which might seem a slightly bizarre one, was... Guys, 
do you take one for the team? This concerned me because the stars are lining. Like I say, I don't shut up. Um, <laughs> like everybody says, I don't shut up. The stars are lining and you both fancying another couple that then both fancy you seems like quite far-fetched to me. So I was concerned that one of you would be having to take one for the team. You <laughs> <laughs> went into dark player mode. I've to take one for the team. <laughs> Well, do you want to answer this? Um, about taking one for the team? Yeah. Okay. Whilst I attempt to ferry Yoko out because she's cutting oh, around. She's busting. Yeah, she's just so wanted part like of a game. 3D sound of the dog just ambling around in the oh, room. She insisted, is, oh, no, didn't she? she? Oh, no, she's We're okay, we're okay, we're good. She's so, settled. Yeah, do you want to answer that? I can start answering it. Would you ever take one for the team? <laughs> so I think the, the, the honest answer is we probably both have taken one for the team, not intentionally, and it's not something we would recommend to. no we've not sought taking one for the team out no but there have been occasions where we looked back and or halfway through and we've gone oh this is kind of awkward this isn't what we wanted yeah but we do try and avoid it but you're right it is difficult to find an absolute four-way connection and yeah, there's always really going to be difficult. ebbs and flows of that as well and you know if you're building up relationships and you're seeing people several times sometimes You'll be re one of you will be really into the other and the other times it'll flip and it'll change and it grows and evolves. But it, it's been a really, it's it's difficult to find that connection, which is why half the time you spend isn't, isn't actually doing all the sexy stuff. It's sort of fishing effectively. It's going on the sites, it's going to socials, it's going to events and clubs and trying to find people where you do make that connection. But we... We aren't in the habit of just finding people to hook up with and have sex with. And if that's all we were doing, then it probably wouldn't matter so much taking one for the team because you're just looking for casual sex. And that's not what we do. That's not what we seek anyway. That's not what you seek. I mean, no, that's no. A <laughs> and I'm really fussy, so no. No, no, no. I think you know, it's fair to say that we're both quite fussy about our own different mm. things. Um, and sometimes, you know, if you see that your partner's really into someone and, and is really keen, then you kind of flex that rule a bit. More often than not, if you do that, then you probably end up in a bit of a situation that you end up regretting. It just depends on on your style of play as well. So some people really like to kind of involve everybody, mm. but there are other couples who like to sort of send their wives or their husband in and let them do the whole thing while they sit back and sort of watch a bit. That's not us. We like to both be involved. So as a result, it is really important that we make those four-way connections. And they don't always work, you know, and... You know, sometimes what you think is a really good social connection, when you when you go into the bedroom and everything becomes a bit more naked, then <laughs> you, you you can realise, oh shit, this is this is not a great situation for me. We've not been that great in the past at going, oh shit, better pull the plug, let's stop this and let's step away from it, or doing the old caca. <laughs> safe word, safe mine's Scotch egg, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> mine's a steak but, bake. <laughs> ooh, ooh, steak bake. Steak bake, Any steak particular bake. brand or just a Other regular? Other bakes are also available. Yes. <laughs> pasty, Nobody wants a veggie bake. <laughs> yeah. Pasty, pasty. It's all baked goods, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, really. Yeah. But we've not been great at signalling that to each other. So, I th And over the years, we've kind of learned to become better at that. But you still make mistakes and it's always a learning process. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Have there been situations... I'm getting greedy with the questions now. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> have there been situations where God, I've never asked this actually this has just genuinely popped into my okay, brain okay alright um, have there been situations where you have one of you's gone for the full package <laughs> <laughs> the, the full sex deal and the other one's perhaps just had a genital hoover or something like that because 
it's it's been apparent that one of them wants more, you know. Um, you, so you see where I'm going with this. Hoover. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Hoover. So, um, oh my God. Whatever typi- takes your fancy. <laughs> typically, we kind of discuss what's going to happen beforehand. Not always, but normally you have a good sense of how the play might evolve. So, you know, if you're in a good space, you'll probably discuss that with the other couple and kind of work out what the do's and don'ts are and what they're into. Doesn't always happen. Sometimes this situation arises because the other chap, for example, is having problems getting mm-hmm. up or performing or there's stage fright or they're too drunk. The other chap, but never our Simon. <laughs> no, that's okay. Mr. H. Mr. H, thanks for that, you know. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, once again revealing my name. That was useful. I did check whether this was going to be live because I've yeah, got loose lips, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's so far, thus far, never happened to me. I mean, that's not to say it won't happen. I'm sure it will do at some point. Or other. I jinxed it now. Yeah, you? thank you for cursing me with it. <laughs> um, but there have been situations where the guys haven't been up to the challenge and there has been a sort of mismatch of what's been going on. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have pouring of drinks. All my podcast rules being broken in one fell swoop. I oh, understand. Oh no! Oh, and, uh, well, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> when in Rome. Yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do that. So yeah, there have been situations where that's happened, but we've never gone into a situation um, with a sort of uneven, okay, peace of mind. Yeah, um, purely because fairness is really important to me, and I like us all to be on the same sort of even keel, really. Um, Oh, I don't know the way there's a, a bottle of <laughs> bottle of booze being waved around near, near my expensive recording you equipment. You don't normally turn it away. No, I don't normally. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, thank you. Um, so, yeah, so that would be my take, Mrs. H. What was the question? Something about genital hoovers <laughs> yes. and steak bakes. Yes, yeah, steak bakes. So Ooh, ha- ha- a winning been, combination. Exactly. <laughs> have there been situations when uh, oh. one of us has had like a full swap, for example, and the other has just um, had some vacuuming, a apparently? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I yeah. think so. And, but that's not normally by design, is it? That's no. often because situation dictates. Circumstances. Yeah. Um, it just kind of works out that way. It's not always a bad thing. Um, no. I mean, it's some couple's preferences that one of them is happy to full swap with a partner and, and the other one is just happy to soft play. And that, that's fine as well. It's just down to good communication between the four of you. Mm. I think if you'd all agreed that you were going to mm. kind of go through with like a full swap situation and then it turned into something one different. of you want something different, mm-hmm. then you'd probably get a bit annoyed, but not annoyed, but you'd be maybe a bit disappointed or a bit confused by that situation. But I don't think that's again, really you, happened to us. You can turn us. situations around sometimes. And, and sometimes actually the best way of dealing with it is just stepping away and giving it a little bit of time and maybe just like, sitting on the side and having a cuddle and a little drink and then going back in and seeing if you can remedy it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a lost cause. Yeah. But yeah, um, there has been times when it's been, you know, one thing happening with you two and then us two maybe doing this a bit different. There is, there is something of an odd thing about, about sex in that, you know, if you're going down on someone, you're still having sex with them. It's just that you're not having penetrative sex. So actually mm. you're still having a good time and still having some sort of form of fun. My sister's looking like, eh, yeah. no, that's not true. Wait, what, what, Your sister likes right, it straight chopper, in. What, come on. <laughs> You've been no, very no. quiet so I was, far. <laughs> it's, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking. Do you think, why is my brother talking about yeah. going down on somebody else and trying <laughs> not to be sick? looking at him like, the amount of people that I have fucked in that chair that you're sat in. Stop right. it! You haven't. <laughs> I can't back he that hasn't. Up. <laughs> I didn't. Think He's that just that trying to make you uncomfortable. The chair's not big enough <laughs> for his ego, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So next question then. Who's jumping in? Okay, I'll jump in. Do Do you ever think 
to yourself like how no when you see your 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 each other with other people Mm -hmm. for me personally i know i couldn't cope with seeing my partner with somebody else how do you cope with the the feeling because you must have it because we're human of they are going to like them more and they could potentially leave me for this person. Because I would. I'd be thinking, oh, God, she's better than me. Uh, I, I'll jump in first then. So I felt that feeling a lot, probably in the early days. Um, I had to really kind of have a few words myself around what if a woman's got nicer boobs than me, what if she's got But you felt, but different... not while it's happening, the beforehand. No, beforehand. I've probably worried about it. Um, I think... In all honesty, we wouldn't be in this kind of lifestyle if we if we had those constant reservations. And it's because we enjoy seeing always happen in front of us that we do this. Well, there is an element of enjoying seeing it, mm. but I'm more like a child and that if I'm occupied, I'm all right. <laughs> so and you know, it's all about me at the end of the day. So if, as long as I'm kind of happy, in my head it is. It's not even uh, joking, then, then, it is all about verbal eye roll. <laughs> yeah. Insert verbal eye roll. <laughs> But generally, if, if if kind of um, I'm having attention, I don't. It, I'm not so worried if Mrs H is having atten- attention. As long as you're getting well, attention. As long as I'm getting that, that attention. But the, the really, I am a child. But the really good bit is, is when you actually both come back together and you reconnect. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's more powerful than any experience that you can have. And we found time and time again that as fun as we as it is having different sort of partners and having different play situations, the best bit is the next day or that evening when we get home and we get to be together and reconnect. Mm-hmm. And that's always a thousand times more powerful than anything that we've encountered with anybody else. Hundred percent. And that's the bit that that where we have the the most fun. Um, but but you're right. You know there is there can be moments, and they can hit you when you don't when you least expect, and you go shit. I, I'm not comfortable with that. It's how you handle that situation. You know you can either sort of steaming there with your arms flailing, never done that, or you can go okay. I'm not comfortable. Let's step away and regroup and rethink it. And there's been a few situations where Mrs H has done that, and not even but it's not even been the sexy terms. It's been like a cuddle, mm. and she's like, oh, I don't like this. Let's. Yeah, you know, let's step away from this situation. Let's let's come away from it because that's moving something from just a physical connection to an intimate one, and that for me is almost like a hard boundary of I don't want that level of intimacy to be too deep with you and somebody else. Whereas you were fine with me being too deep in that person. <laughs> you literally, I walked into that. As my <laughs> she backed into it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you were unstoppable today. Take that boot off him, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Inconceivable. Anyways, next question. Come on, we got a table. Let's go. I'll jump in. Please do. Um, yeah, I'm interested to know when you guys are with um, other partners, um, whether you're able to concentrate on the partner that you're with or if you're more interested in each other. That's a good question. So, excellent question. Um, it depends on on the, the other partner, I suppose, and how we're feeling at the time. So there's been some occasions where it's really hot um, watching what's going on over there. And it is your own private sort of porn show in a way, that, like with your favourite porn star. Other times you're kind of, you're enjoying the moment. And because you have to, because you that's, why else would you do it? So you, 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 there is a sort of balance and the, it ebbs and flows. We typically like everyone to be sort of fairly close together. So there is a bit of a kind of pile in a, in a way so that you can experience that fun stuff of seeing your partner, but also experience sort of the fun stuff yourself. I think yourself. we probably feel differently if we played in separate rooms or kind of played separately away from 
not not being in a, a four pile, as it were, because then you would very much be focused on the person you're with and not sort of seeing what your partner's up to so much, maybe. Mm. But because we tend to be together, it it's difficult not to see what's going on and kind of you know, get get immersed in the moment, isn't it? You, you like watching a bit more than I do, I do though. Yeah, whereas I like being the centre of attention. You don't say, and, as if anyone hasn't guessed or has been That's told a theme, that. Yeah. yeah, but but you quite. I mean, we've had experiences recently where Mrs H has sort of curated someone else's experience a bit more and got a lot of a kick from that because they were mm. really enjoying this. Oh, look look what they're doing! Look what they're up to! Isn't this sexy? Yeah. Isn't this hot? And then they're like, I'm the one that's doing it, so I'm absolutely fine. And that kind of really played off the things that we really enjoy. I probably wouldn't go the other way around and be like, hey, look at look at what she's doing, because I'm like, where's my attention? Because I am like a literal child and this sort of stuff. <laughs> you shock me. I know, right? It's, it's, it's uh, it surprising, is. but no, actually. What is Yoko doing? She's climbing all over your bags. And she's laying down. And she's laying down. Okay. So, so a common theme that comes through here is Mr. H is in this for his own enjoyment. Yeah, there is, there is that. I mean, we started it for a couple of reasons, and I think... Part of it was for, for Mrs. H to explore her bisexuality and sort of play with women, which she, she really likes. And then part of it was for me to enjoy as many women as I could also enjoy as well. Win-win, huh? It, it was, you know, and and to be fair, that's kind of where we, you know, I say it in jest, but that's almost where we started from. Hmm. And That's probably still where we are at to most. For me, I'm probably in this more often not because I, I still want that bisexuality to be to be kind of um, a forefront of my play experience. Mm. More often than not. Not always, but more often than not. Mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully that answers that. <laughs> Come on, hit us with your questions. Um, are there any sexual boundaries that you've got a pre-agreement shouldn't be crossed in advance? <laughs> Absolutely no way. You know where I'm going with this, a little Ooh. bit of the behind. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. So... Um, one of our big initial things that we weren't going to do is that we weren't going to have anal with other people. Okay. Actually, in the beginning, we weren't going to full swap with anyone. Yeah, we, uh, originally, very, very we weren't beginning. actually going to have sex with other people. We were what, a too full scared. We were going to just stick with the, the hoovers, like you wow. said, the yeah. hoovers. <laughs> um, but as you... as you I didn't ca- know that. No, yeah. Now you That's, do, right? Yeah, I thought you'd gone into it. No, no, no. Deep. Deep. no, no, no. <laughs> We didn't no, just slip, no. trip and land on a dick. That wasn't the, that wasn't the, the we, thing. We took very tentative baby steps into this and we, we were like, oh, we don't want to break anything. We'll, we'll, you know, our relationship was really important. So we took it very slowly. Yeah, exactly. the beginning, so. one of our very hard limits was no, not, not fucking anyone else. Mm. Absolutely not. Um, and some After people, 10 minutes, that went out the window. <laughs> no, it really, no, did. It, it really wasn't. We were really months. scared about, about the damage mm-hmm. that that could do to our relationship. So it took a long time to find a couple that we were comfortable with. Yeah. And there was a lot of sort of, um, count, not counselling, but a lot of conversation afterwards about how we felt, how it worked. Was it hot? Was it not? Yeah. What was the experience like? Absolutely, there to, was. To sort of, uh, there was a very close <laughs> move on a drink-pouring move there. Was, yeah. Out my roadcaster. That cost a tenner, didn't it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, why not? Let's call it that. Yeah, ultimately, um, we our relationship, it, it deserves to be treated well, because we've cultivated it over the years, we've worked really hard at it. So to give it the credence that, you know, it deserves to be treated with respect and we're not going to break that by just playing hard and fast with the rules. 
we have over time relaxed some of those rules for sure. Yeah, I mean, some people start with that they don't like kissing other couples. Oh my goodness, I know. I'm like, we I still can't understand. Love. It's like that's like the best bit. If you took all the sex How away, the kissing would still be fun. Kiss them. It's really yeah. weird to us, isn't it? You can rim them. You can fuck them. You can do whatever, but you can't kiss them. Makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever to me. I think this stems from. Roberts in Pretty Woman, doesn't it? Yeah. She did everything yeah. but wouldn't kiss on the mouth. Yeah, that's Which seems true. like a crazy thing for a sex worker, I suppose. But each to their own rules, you know, they can they can do what they like. But However, still. We do have a couple of rules yeah, we still do. in place. What are our rules, dear? The anal thing remains a rule for me. I'm Mostly. Not, well, but it's, it's one exception. <laughs> slightly flexible. It was a little bit flexible. Um, however, I'm still not overly keen on that I'm cause... quite alright with that <laughs> well we know that because <laughs> you want all your cake and you want to eat it yes and all the anal sex so no for me that's that's probably something I'm not really that keen on us building into our play experience on a regular basis I don't it's think it would be a regular that I was there for then. us no and I don't really want to see you anal sex woman frankly do you not? Sorry. Okay, fine. <laughs> you look crafty every day. So nice. Yeah. And I'm going to put this out. Notice how she said with women. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did say oh. that. She does. Oh, yeah. So Mrs. H would really like me to have bum sex with a guy. I didn't say I want you to have bum sex with a guy. I said I, I would be absolutely fine if you decided to explore Now I'm interested. <laughs> I want to see that. that. No, I don't want to see that. I'm, I'm quite happy not to do He's that. very, very no, happy not exploring yeah. the bum side. So. Explore. I've <laughs> waited a long time for that. Yeah. He, he, he won't. He doesn't want to. I think Chopper fine. just wants to turn and goes, I knew it! Yeah. That's that's basically her. Vindicated. Yes. <laughs> Is that silk shirt you wore? 40 odd years. I've waited for this moment. When we were in our teens, Chopper was extremely convinced that Mr. H might be gay. Yeah. It's out there for a long time. <laughs> <For> a l- <laughs> I'm going to point out there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not true. No, absolutely not. He liked nothing. kittens and silk shirts. <laughs> and he was thoughtful when I thought gay. <laughs> it was the 90s. We're uneducated. <laughs> We're really sorry, listeners. Sorry about that. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards. So um, in terms of rules, though, we don't play separately. No. We don't play in different rooms. Although we've sort of been talking about that a little bit recently. It's not something we're completely closed off to as a concept, and we'll explore it gradually, but it's not something we've kind of sought out. Mm. But because this, we currently but, like to be together, don't we? Yeah, but most other things, I mean, you don't like people being rough with you. No. Nope. Um, but I understand that I'm not particularly into rough things, so it doesn't... It's no skin off my nose, and I don't particularly want people to be rough with me. No. Um, but other than that, we're fairly open. But the important thing is to have those discussions before you go into a play situation. That we're not that great at doing that sometimes because you know, in the moment, it's like, hey, let's all go, you know, get naked and have fun. <laughs> and it might be really the derailing of you, really, if you turned around and saw your wife in a chokehold with someone, like, and you'd be like, oh, we didn't talk about that, and that's not something I want to see my wife doing. So that kind of thing you need to talk about in advance, don't you? Yeah, I think that's really important. And and there's there's also other rules where we, you know, we, we both have to be interested, we both have to want to progress, and that if we want to pull the plug at any point, we can do that. And and that's one of our bigger sort of rules about this whole thing. If at any point we decide that this isn't for us, we can just stop. And if we can't have that, and, and anyone, any one of us can hit that emergency break. And if that's not there, then I think then it's kind of a worrying situation because it's quite an addictive life in many ways because there's always a new adventure around the corner. But one of the great things we found out about lockdown is that we actually love each other very much and we enjoy each other's company. So if this wasn't around, yeah, we'd miss it. But actually, 
we are very happy in our own relationship. So we we have to have those sort of little moments in place to pull the parachute. I love the way that, that someone is desperately trying to get yeah, hotness. <laughs> Come on, sit on the chair. I'm gagging for this one. Come on. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been thrown now. But oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just curious to ask, uh, during lockdown and when you couldn't go out and, and play with other people, how has this changed your sex life when it's just the two of you? Um, well, we've had less sex with other people. A hundred percent less group sex. Yeah, happened. but more with each other. Uh, about the same, actually. It's in a way this does spark a lot of enjoyment and excitement, and you can't help but feel excited because you're reconnecting, and you're you're like, wow, that was great when all this happened. So that th- it's kind of difficult to say that it's not super super fun doing all of this stuff but at the same time when it's just the two of us we kind of invent our own fun and if if that's through sex toys if that's just through us playing or just enjoying each other we've always been quite connected so mm. it probably hasn't been as ultra high as it might have been had we been having all these different adventures because you are jumping in the car you are going places whereas when you just have to sit at home and watch netflix or there is that by its very nature it's a lot more calm but actually it's it's not really impacted our sex life over the last year and a half no i would agree it we we've i think we've reassured ourselves that we can exist quite adequately without having adventures i mean there's been a lot less masturbation because she's always in the house (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sorry and you you spoke about like one of you could put the brakes on and that would be it and step out do you think the other one that hadn't chosen at the hands of the 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 partner um to stop this would have that resentment I mean, no, it's been forced at the hands of Boris. But... <laughs> yeah, he pulled the plug. Yeah, <laughs> Boris has pulled the plug. But if one of you did, would the other one not feel that resentment? I don't think... I, I think there might be a small amount of that from a sort of, oh, we're not having adventures. But I think with us two, we'd probably find other adventures to have. So we'd probably... Well, we'd go, <laughs> like, going to hotels and we like going on holiday and we like going, you know. Yeah. It's I'm going to take up a hardcore drug habit. <laughs> I'll replace it with some other vice. It's fine. <laughs> You're fine. Um, but I think, I think there would be a probably initial bit of, like, grumpiness. but Disappointment. Disappointment. Perhaps. But actually, we'd get over it really quickly. And, uh, you know, when, when we weren't able to go out and do anything, it was like, oh, we can't do it. Stupid fucking kick a few tables around. <laughs> You know, I'm going to buy a fucking kitten instead. <laughs> That'll take care of everything. A kitten, eh? Yeah, a kitten. A yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think also it would depend on the reason why one of us wanted to kind of stop what we're doing. And if the reason for that was because there was something maybe not quite right in our relationship, then it would absolutely be not met with resentment, but the care it needed to put things right again. Yeah. So I think... We both care about our relationship too much to kind of be unhappy that one of us valued our relationship more than the adventures we have, mm. if you think. I think so. Yeah, we've been pretty good. I mean, mm. we have taken breaks before and, yeah, you know, had timeouts and stuff. And more just to make sure that, not because we needed it, but because we wanted to focus on us for a, mm. a bit of time. And, and that's bit, that was really healthy. And even when we went to, so when we went to Mexico, you're kind of in an environment in desire where you're constantly surrounded by everything. But yeah. for us, it was really important that we took half a day out and just chilled by ourselves and shut, you know, put the shutters down and just made sure that we were there for each other. I just wanted to like a cuddle with you one night and yeah. we just had the night to ourselves and it was just a reset, really, just so that we had that kind of like us time again. That's really important. Yeah. Some people don't 
do that. Some people, they just fling themselves in. And I suppose if you were to stop, if one of them just would stop, it would probably end the relationship because they, mm. they are using it as a Band-Aid. Yeah. And I wouldn't say this is a good way of fixing a relationship necessarily. It's a good way of enhancing a good one, but trying it to use fix it. Things. Yeah, it's not going to cover up cracks for very long. You know, you're kind Kick of off in. having fun, but <laughs> if you're having fun with other people and your relationship isn't solid, it's probably going to demonstrate all of those shitty things in a much bigger arena and lead you to some probably it's, some very it's embarrassing quite funny. moments. funny. Through, throughout the pandemic, we've we've obviously been, you know, quite prevalent on on various sort of social media platforms. And there's, we you know, we've encountered lots and lots of comments from various people sort of obviously missing the lifestyle and, you know, journeys that they have. And it's it's really shocked me how many people have kind of said things like, oh my God, I can't wait for lockdown to end. I really miss fucking other people and I can't stand just having sex with one person. And that made me quite sad, actually, that there's so many people out there who do just turn to this as a way of keeping their, their relationships going. Well, some people haven't stopped. But, you know, some people haven't stopped, actually. And they've no. carried on doing that at the risk of safety. Yeah, because and, they, you know. they can't manage to have a relationship without it. And I do so. find that to be a little bit sad and depressing, especially when, you know, we're all doing mm. our best to make sure that we all live through this pandemic and come out the other side smiling as much as we it can. It makes you really worried that you know some some parts of that community are very much i don't care about other people's health i i just want to do what i need to do to keep my you know myself happy which is a bit disappointing but mm. there we go we go that took a serious turn didn't it yeah, did. mm. i've Very got a question noise. that's not so serious i'll be honest <laughs> all right go for it um i want to know what is your absolute perfect idea scenario of what would happen so okay. if you would, if I had to say to you now, if I clicked my fingers, I could get this to work for you. Mm -hmm. What would be your perfect thing? And then on the back of that, what's your worst thing? <laughs> Dream fuck. <laughs> Nightmare fuck. <laughs> well, uh, so you've got a button for this, but dun dun dun. <laughs> um, so the dream dream thing, I. More often than not, we love the social element of it. And that's often the most important bit, because if that doesn't go right, then actually the, the fun, sexy times mean less and less for us. So some sort of experience where we can go and do something amazing. I mean, we went to London and we did the cauldron, for example. Before, yeah, the Harry Potter The Harry thing. Potter bit where you make cocktails and mm. you dress up in a wizard's cloak. And, you know, then we went to an arcade bar mm. and it, you, know, you could buy a Pokemon or a Street Fighter cocktail. That social element of going somewhere and having fun and having an adventure and flirty, and flirty kind of times nice. is great. I mm. love those things. Or where you can take someone to a nice bar or you can have amazing cocktails it seems to involve drinking quite a lot but that's <laughs> by the very nature it's me yeah <laughs> something where you've got a, you have a social experience and you can really bond is really really important to me and, and i think to mrs h um and that adds to the thrill of the fact that you're doing something fun it's like when you stay in a hotel it's a little bit exciting because you're in a hotel i mean mm. we all have hotel sex right that's like the best yeah yeah yeah, yeah right definitely. so Going away... Just the pillows, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chopper loves the free tea. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's just my partner. Yeah. Check, check her bag for the tea bags when she leaves, all right? Whilst I have them. Yeah, yeah. yeah whilst on booking.com, we always have to look that there's kettle and tea facilities in the bedrooms. Yeah, I'm more of a free Wi-Fi person, yeah. Is there a good Wi-Fi street? What is it, free wife then? Free right? wife thing, well, yeah. That's, now, also, yeah, that's quite helpful. So the social element is really, really important. Um, I would agree. 
I like the opportunity to entertain as well um, by my nature. It's kind of, I like to do that and I like to uh, make sure that people are having a really nice time. So um, that kind of adds into it. The sexy time bit, it, it kind of, it's really nice when it all flows and when there's little to no thought about it. The more you have to think about it sometimes and the more awkward it is, the more awkward the whole situation is. Mm. So for me, I like it when there's, when it just sort of happens without you even thinking. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, we don't really, we're not in the habit of just having sex with strangers. That's not really, we we know people well enough to know that it's going to be a good experience because yeah. we've taken the time to build it and, you know, bond and have experiences that we all are on the same page about. So part of the what makes the perfect date kind of thing is all about the getting to know them, much in the same way as you would date someone in normal, you know. How would you meet someone and, and decide you want to know more about them? You you take the time to know each other and... No, I don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing, though, is that we're, we're so focused on that social fun part mm. of it that the sexy times are often... We, we don't talk about ourselves that much because the bit that you remember in a way is the fun, the adventure of the connection and the flirting and all that fun, you know, like a stolen kiss the somewhere is... experience, I think, overall yeah. probably makes... Makes the perfect night, I suppose, if yeah. you want to look at it that way. Um, in terms of the worst one? I mean, we've probably had a few. Uh, we've had a few fucking... I was going to say, if I remember, you've already lived it, haven't we, you? We've lived quite Ooh. a few. So we've had the, a few the, the one, shockers. The, the one we call Special Brew, where the, the guy looked like he was clearly abusing his partner and she was asking for help. Uh, that, well, what, that was... what would be uh, what would be our worst I idea, though, of a date? I the suppose. worst idea of a date? Camping. Oh, camp. God, camping, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. We hate camping. <laughs> yeah, well, we've had fun times camping, but... I think the worst the worst scenario for me would be where nothing was really connecting. Yeah. And the other people were maybe still inclined to try and pursue something. Yeah. And I mean, knowing that you're not really on the same page and you're going to have to find a way to kind of detach yourself and let's say, ah, this isn't happening. Yeah, we've been on kind of... Because no one likes doing that, but it's you have to sometimes. Yeah, we've been on sort of purely social dates where the concept is that you go and, you know, you meet people and it's there's not going to be any play and it's very much a getting to know you, yeah, see if we'll connect. just socialise. And some of those people have been fucking awful yeah. human beings and they're like, oh, should we like, you know, go back to ours? And you're like, what fucking... And you can't you have to think, well, how are we on such different pages? Are yeah. you not feeling there's no connection? Or don't you care? That's probably the, the worst scenario for us when people but, aren't really... And like you say, though, that happens in normal dates. It does. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, you go on a normal date and this guy is like texting you afterwards. Oh, you can imagine this happens to me all the time. <laughs> used to. Used to. <laughs> texting you afterwards and saying, oh, you know, I had such a great time. I know Chopper has lived this back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh my... We'd never even... Spoke, like you know it's and and there's also, yeah there is that and there's all sorts of sort of weird things that you get in the lifestyle like like real life like where the guys don't make an effort or yeah. where the wife is really hot and the hub husband is just like a schlubby don't give a shit because i'm riding I the coattails my worst own. case scenario is <clears throat> excuse me I yeah know, I, go on um it's when the woman decides she wants to pretend to be bisexual to please her partner Oh, I hate that. I hate it so much. I don't. I don't want that interaction. I don't want someone to pretend to be into me just to put on a show for their fella. No, that's not. I never literally nice. hate it. It's my worst nightmare. And can you tell that? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. I I hate it. 
And you don't like it anyway. So. No, I'm not. I, I don't. You've got no desire whatsoever to watch me put on a show for you with some woman. It's like no, your thing. Stop hogging her time. Send her back to me. It's fine. <laughs> no, he hates. He's nothing about it. He wants to see. No. I mean, he's happy for me to do that, but he doesn't want to sit back and watch. So no. It's all about no me. There's no benefit at all to me it's the recurring theme to here. be some <laughs> just kind of <laughs> some spectacle so that her husband can get off. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm worth more than that. Yeah. So I hate that. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Next question, ladies. Come on. Is there anything that you guys have learned about each other that you didn't before since starting on this journey? Ness, you're like bloody Oprah. What's going on here? You're good. All those hours yeah. of watching talk shows are finally <laughs> coming to fruition today. She's been I've waiting to platform. use this. Yeah, what, what, what you haven't seen is that Hot Ness has been Googling great questions to ask in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> that's another great question go on then do you want to answer what have it? we learned about each other yeah what have you learned about me I Selfish. don't think your ego is <laughs> that <laughs> shallow as a puddle it's all about me yeah. it's all about me three times it's already. me myself and I I don't even know what she's here for I think actually it's brought out good things and bad things because it it enhances the admirable qualities that you love about your partner without a doubt. It really does because you you get to see that, you get to live it and you get to experience it with other people. At the same time, it probably compounds some of the not so admirable qualities occasionally. What? It can do. What? <laughs> Which, you know, you don't kind of get bent out of shape over, but you sometimes think, okay, right, here okay, we here we go. <laughs> Mr. Ego. <laughs> um, and they're all part and parcel of, you know, people just getting to know each other and that's your flirting game, perhaps. But for so for example, I'm not a great one for like chatting, like on on chats like um, online. Uh, WhatsApp like WhatsApp and, and kick and I, I'm Telegram I know they and... have a, a benefit because you can get to know people, but I'm I just don't have time. I haven't got time for like twenty chats with people. I'm just like, no. You love it. You absolutely bloody love it. I'm all over the chats. I, lo- I, I do. It, it, and I hadn't realised just how much of a social butterfly he was and how much he loves to have that experience. They seek him here. They <laughs> seek him there. I mean, we obviously all know Mr. H and his characteristics and his personality is very driven by you know interacting with people, but I hadn't realised just how much he wanted to kind of move that also into our journey of what we do. Like the chat thing was like, whoa, okay, had to really get my head around that. Every time that WhatsApp ping, <laughs> tickle on his ego, the narcissism. I think, you know, we just hello, have hello. A, we had a bit of a chat about it in the early days. I got really ratty about the fact that you were spending all your time looking at Twitter and this and that. And I got really like shitty because I didn't want to devote that much time to it. And I got quite annoyed that he was doing it so much and he probably got really rattled that I wasn't. So we had to really compromise and talk about mm. But you're why. funny. So Mrs. H will not really join in a chat unless she's interested in those, like really interested in those people. Intolerant witch. And if she's interested, she'll be on it all the time. I would be on it all the time. Not as much as you. But well, compared to normal, you would be on it all the time. But if she's not that bothered, it's like ghost town. So, and I don't mind. I quite enjoy the chat just generally because it's fun and it's it's a means of connecting people, especially over the last year and a half where we don't, you don't see anyone and your portal to the rest of the world is through chats. Yeah. I get that. So it's, you know, I, and and particularly my job, I don't have lots of people that I chat to all the time mm. or I haven't had. So it's quite nice to interact with actual humans rather than just sitting there writing and doing all the things that I'm doing. So, yeah. you know, and, and I get no attention at home and I'm just, you know, Aww. so sad. Shall I get a tiny violin We'll cry over the show. I love the way you've all gone with like various different sad songs. 
<laughs> Poor thing. What have you learned? What have you learned, Dan? About you? Hmm. Um, that you can be extremely intolerant. You do not we suffer. We knew that anyway. Yeah, but you really don't <laughs> suffer fools. No, I really don't. You really don't. And uh, I'm fucking horrible sometimes. <laughs> I know I am. In the same way, you're also incredibly quick to judge. You are Judgy McJudgerson. Yeah, I might uh, get that on a t-shirt. But when, <laughs> when, when you do get excited about people and you, you are interested, actually... Mrs. H lights up and it's really lovely to see that. But normally her default, like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> oh, not another fucking chat. Piss off. Like, I've got another, I've got like 42 fucking things going on. Oh, why should I? Bother? And then, then she'll chat to them on video or whatever at some point and she'll be like, oh, they were so lovely. They were so nice. Oh, they were both so welcoming and warm. And I'm like, just fucking. So there have been moments That's like so that. True. I think it's also interesting because you do learn sort of things about sort of the sexy times like how your partner interacts with someone and how they how loud they are how quiet they are or and and there are moments where you're sort of extra noisy and you're clearly covering up a layer of I'm not that bothered about this but I'm going to be super noisy just to sort of see this through I had no idea you saw through that subterfuge I know right <laughs> so to, sort of people that have played with this are now going was she really noisy with me was it a good noise is this a bad noise I don't know um, so yeah there's been all that sort of stuff as well it's been it's been a fascinating journey and it, I hate the phrase but it's also been like a really interesting insight where, where Mrs. H said it brings out sometimes the very best in you and you know I feel more confident probably not a good thing I, I've yeah because you were really lacking in that didn't yeah. you well I you know <laughs> to a certain extent yes I was but I, you know I, I feel like I can comfortably go out and chat to people and I can say that although if you put us both in a club we'll be the one sat in the corner really quietly not talking to anyone channel four yeah a hundred percent but equally there have to be people yeah. worth talking to so yes. there is that so you know <laughs> let's let's make that clear so um, yeah just yeah. just i think a final one from me oh, okay. um because I've, I've been having a little think but are you um, all right i'm i'm okay it's Good. very Did very it hot in here <laughs> <laughs> chops his neck in the prosecco as yeah. we think <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, if one of us, you've obviously known us all uh, yeah. a number of decades, yeah. your sister included. <laughs> it wasn't some weird family reunion. Yeah, I, I've um, known her all of her life. Yeah, <laughs> Since the day I was born, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if one of us came to you and said, look, me and my partner are actually interested in this, mm -hmm. um, I'm not selling us here. I'm, okay, this isn't no, some sort of thing You were like, no. Yeah, but if, <laughs> if one of us did say, look, you know, guys, Mr and Mrs H, we're interested in this, what would your biggest pieces of advice be? What would you? What are the? You do you think are the main things to know in hindsight for you guys okay. yeah. before mm. going into this? Yeah. Um, firstly, fucking talk about it. Just talk about it all you can, and it's so important to put yourself. Or we found to put yourself in the, those situations through through conversation and see how you're going to feel and how you're going to react. It's impossible to know how it's truly going to be when you get there and you're doing something with somebody else. You just but the more you talk about it and the more you think about it, the more likely you are to be able to handle it in a really good way. So okay. and that was really, really important, especially for me. I am the ultimate sort of, I call it Batmaning, thinking about every given situation, what the possible outcome might be and how I'm going to feel. So therefore, if it does happen, I can go, oh, yes, this is uh, possible route <laughs> number 48. This is what I would do in this situation. It's OK, guys. I've got a flow chart. Yeah. And a batarang <laughs> and some shark repellent. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I like to, to understand how I'm going to feel. 
Mrs. H is much more free for. She's like, yeah, let's just go fuck on. It'll be all fine. <laughs> At what point have I ever said to you, let's go and get our fuck on? I don't know, but that's <laughs> what I could say in. If you hear it about 2am tonight, don't worry, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my headphones. <laughs> I'm planning on being in a drunken coma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but none of you have a lock on the door. Terrible situation. Anyway, so um, there's there's been the conversation type stuff. I think the other thing is is to talk to other people that are in the lifestyle and ask your questions. So um, there, there are things called socials where you can go and it's just an opportunity to meet lots of other swingers and find out more and see if you have a connection with them, all this kind of stuff. It's a great way of meeting people and, and setting up dates for later, but it's also a great way for new people to find out about how it all works, what might go wrong, what might go right. And every fucking swinger, without doubt, will have the horror stories or will have heard of horror stories mm. or, and will have good bits of advice and don't do this, don't do that. And you've kind of got to pick what you want out of it. My third piece of advice, and then I'll chuck this over to Mrs. H. Oh, and do, yeah, I know, good like that, <laughs> would be to use the resources that are available. So there's lots of podcasts like this one, but also uh, there's TV shows like Playboy Swing, which I think I've shown, have we shown you guys yes, that? Yes, I, I have. So Chopper's <laughs> seen this, she loved it. It's um, great. Find the wall stuff. The polyamorous one. I the like. poly- oh, polyamorous yeah, one. There we go. That was interesting. It's really fascinating. There what was, an eye opener. I know, right? There was a swingers documentary on TV. You know, we oh, did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. We watched that. It'll be available for autographs <laughs> in approximately three and a half minutes. Um, so use those resources. Um, because if you can't think your way through the situations, if you've got nowhere to start, then this is a good way of going, ah, oh, what would happen if you were doing that and I was doing this? Or how have they fucked it up? What can you learn from that? And that, that for me, is really, really important. Mrs H? I mean, you've obviously taken the best three bits of advice that anyone would give, so cheers for that. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the Mr H show. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got a great deal more to add to what i got like another 20. Oh, for God's sake. However, what I would say is maybe think about, think really carefully about what you're doing while you're doing this kind of this step and make sure it's the right thing you want to do. So apart from communicating, which is an obvious thing, like talk to your partner, but maybe think about what it is you're looking for. Because it may be that you're not looking for an open marriage. It may be that you're not looking for, I don't know, um, dating other people it could just be that you're and you're intrigued about things like polyamory you might be intrigued about the concept of just you know soft play with people so think about what it is you're looking for and what kind of why you want to do it rather than I'm going to educate myself with all the stuff out there because then you'd be overwhelmed and there's ways to flex your relationship as well mm. so it might be that one of you is really keen on exploring this and the other one's like fine with one of you doing this but they don't want to do it themselves mm-hmm. so there's like stag and vixen and cuckolding and all that sort of stuff out there yeah there's like a, a ton of like different different things and different concepts and maybe there's a ways that you could kind of enhance what you good. but i think it depends on what you what you're doing it for yeah really and if you're just looking to spice things up a bit which is what we hear a lot then actually what you're doing might might really not be the way forward because it could really like derail a relationship really quickly if it's not the right thing to do. Mm. My other bit of advice. You got more? I got like tons of advice. Like all I've done is research. So the other thing would be, um, and this is more of a physical thing, is get used to wearing condoms. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of people struggle with that because they've not had to. They've not had to, and find yeah. out if you're allergic to condoms because some people are allergic mm. to latex. Oh. Find that out. Get used to that because often the the first question we get from from the fellas and often the ladies is wearing condoms. It's just not working. They just can't 
sort it. So, mm-hmm. and it's really important. It's it's really important to be safe. It's really important to get tested regularly. So, think about how these things will actually change some of your dynamics because you've got to go through this every six months and probably get tested. You've got to get used to wearing mm-hmm. condoms. You like lube is a thing. So maybe you don't use it as a as a couple, but but you may but have to may a... have to because your new partners might need lube. So all that stuff comes into play, and it's mm-hmm. really important to arm yourself with this world. And. I've got more advice, actually. Just awesome. And another thing. What really grinds my gears? Oh, uh, so again, this is probably more of a physical thing. So assuming you've taken those plunges and decided to have a go, um, get get better at asking for what you want in in a dynamic because it's very easy to just assume that your new partner or, or play partner is going to push all the right buttons as your current partner does. Absolutely doesn't happen. That yeah, way. that's that's quite an interesting because you go in, you've got your special moves. You're like, right, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. This works 100 percent of the time with your current partner. Going, you're like, oh. what? This 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 isn't this isn't a thing for them. This and is you've weird. You've learn all over again with somebody different. Although there's nothing more amazing than finding someone that works exactly the same. Your partner, yeah. you're like, I am a fucking genius. <laughs> Here he goes again. More on the or, ego front. Do you look over it and want, sometimes want them to shout out, she doesn't like that, stop it immediately. <laughs> I think we, we've both that been, ain't gonna work. both been in that situation Cut. where we've both witnessed like, oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and, but again, you've got to let them find their way with that. But you've got to be better at asking for what you want and telling people what does and doesn't work for you because it's just your own experience that you're not going to get any further. I've off. literally heard Miss H say, this will never work. <laughs> In the middle of a play oh. situation. Oh, Stop not like that. that. I haven't. Oh my, this will never work. R two D two, come here. <laughs> I don't say things like that. Yes, you do. But I have I'm genuinely much polite, uh, Excuse me. <laughs> That's not ever. Going excuse to work. me. You are shit. Please get better and come back. <laughs> honestly, if you're going to have a shared experience with someone, then you might as well enjoy it. Otherwise, what's the point of doing it? Yeah. yeah. So you need to know and understand what works for you and how you're going to phrase that with a new partner and manage your expectations it's not always going to work well no. and the first experience is not always going to be a good one just like any dating experience the first time mm. could be a bit hit and miss so you've got to bear that in mind yeah true i think as well if to me it seems like the sort of scene that somebody would go into that was naturally assertive anyway am i wrong no <laughs> honestly you're so wrong really so, so wrong. wow so, some some people come in and they have all the sort of gusto and peacocking that one might expect from me after they've been working out for seven hours. You know, like, yes, it is I, Gaston, you are all bountiful. But the reality is, is that lots of people are shy and timid and introverts and you, you go to a club and it's a whole plethora of different people. And some will be wallflowers that just want to sit there and watch or are too scared to talk. Like we've And we've done that enough times and you'll get yeah. others who will make it a point to go around and shake everyone's hand in the room. Not so much these days, of course, but yeah, and Elbow taps everyone, down. yeah, everyone in between. And, and then you get the loud ones and noise, the quiet, and it's all of that stuff yeah. is out there. Um, it just so happens that they're interested in being ethically non-monogamous and, and that's what drives them, mm. but they don't know how to go about that. They don't know how to do it and they don't know how to make those interactions. Noodles is in the background crying, but she can continue <laughs> she crying. agree with you. No, she's, yeah. she's like, meow, meow. So, There's a lot of very underconfident people 
I yeah. would say I would agree with that completely. That's interesting. That's really I I would have just assumed. It's it's a really interesting and sort of unconscious bias in many mm. ways when you think about going to a swingers club, you close your eyes and you think, oh shit, who's going to be there? And our our impressions and what we had in our head were so far wrong of what we actually saw when we got to the clubs because it was people of all ages, people of all sizes, people mm. of all backgrounds. And it's just like going to bloody Sainsbury's or <laughs> Aldi or wherever you go. And more aubergines, more right? More aubergines, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, isn't, it honestly isn't just one big orgy all the time. It's no. not. Yeah. It's so much. It's rarely not, that. It's fact. rarely that. It really isn't just a plethora of bodies having sex all the time. It's not like the last days of Caligula. Yeah. It's not. It's just normal people having a different approach to their relationships. And equally, the one big orgy thing, you know, if you think it's difficult to get four people to like each other, <laughs> can you imagine getting yeah. a, you know, and, yeah, and often, 12. <laughs> yeah, 12, 20, whatever it is, getting that connection and everyone to be okay and understanding how everyone works and how they play in any given situation. It's complicated and it's fucking nerve wracking as well. So mm. it does take all sorts. It really does. And some some of the quietest people that you, you think, nah, no way, you know, are often the noisiest in the bedroom. And that's, you know, wow. just the way that life works out. Yeah. Mm. Ju- judge, book, cover, all that kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that. Mm-hmm. I think we've got time for one final question. Who's going to go for it? Oh, they're thinking about it. <laughs> Getting near the microphone. I'm going to ask the final question. Um, what does the future hold for you guys? What have you got in the pipeline plans in Ooh. terms Thanks of your so journey? Yeah. 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 Good. Good. Yeah. Really good. I hope you're going to interview like Tom Cruise next week or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in for that one. The future. The future's very exciting now. Finally, because we've obviously been dormant for so long and behaving and oh the poor cat. She's literally howling out there. <laughs> I know, but she can suffer for our entertainment. Notice that the kitten is suffering for your entertainment, gentle listener. Take great pleasure in the fact that the cat is upset and that Mrs. H is panicking over whether she's okay. Maybe she stubbed a paw. Maybe she's bleeding out out there. It's terrible. Who knows? Kittens don't stub paws. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, anyway, finish what you're saying. Future. Future. Exciting. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> Same buzzwords. Buzzword. Synergy. <laughs> Synergy. <laughs> Corporations. Right, Gobshite, what's your future then? <laughs> Ninjas. Um, so I think for, for us, there's a few things. So one, it's really nice to be able to get back out into the real yes. world and start seeing people again and having some fun because there's been loads of connections that we've missed, but also new ones that we've built where we're keen to meet them and find out what they're like in real life. So that's fun. I think from the podcast perspective, we're, we've got a few events that we'd like to get around to going to next year if we can, mm. which would be cool. But also that we want to do some more YouTube stuff. I've been threatening this for a long time, but it was really fun doing our 100th anniversary episode. Don't remember it, mate. I know. Mm. No one remembers <laughs> it. Um, and doing a bit more of that. And I'm also interested in interviewing some more people and, and just kind of seeing their journey because that's always kind of interesting being nosy and finding out what people's backgrounds are and why do you think we're here because <laughs> we fed you and gave you drinks no, that's true yeah. <laughs> it was part of the board accommodation yeah. request this is payment <laughs> be more entertaining um so yeah i think i think there's that i think it will also be nice to um get back out and see some of the clubs when we feel confident yeah the, i'm not that confident about clubs yet it no feels it's, a bit it's, i think there's a few away. months before that happens which leads me into my final bit of excitement, which is our social. So we're hosting our first social. I think we're going to have around about Finally. 60 people. 
come into an event where they all get to find out about each other, get to meet each other. And they're not going to get it on the fucking menu because they're all going to be well behaved. <laughs> right, folks? 100%. Amazing. So we're no gonna... one's going to do anything naughty. Yeah, no, especially not me. And if you can send the Mr. and Mrs. H messages, the more you get, the more we might come as star guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you have, not that we're revealing where the venue is, but you have been to this venue. You know yeah, what it's like. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's going to be pretty funky, going to be pretty amazing. Mm. Um, and yeah, so. I had the most amazing cocktail in a teapot. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Was it a cup of tea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. I loved this. It had yeah. milk, water, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. sugar, sugar. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was smoking. Hot. I can remember that. I was very. Drunk. It was just hot. Boiled it was just water. hot tea. It was just hot, <laughs> hot steam. <laughs> so living life on the wild side. Yeah, exactly that. So I want to say a huge, huge thank you to you three for joining us and and. You know, putting up with our nonsense for most of the weekend. And you're <laughs> thank you we, for having us. And, and for yeah, sweating your you. tits off in this room. Cause I'm it's a been... very, very moist. <laughs> I did I am, say it was hot. No, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a moisture moustache here, people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, what, on which... Uh, yeah, no, everywhere, everywhere. Oh, okay, good. Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> you want to see my beard? <laughs> glistening. Glistening. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to say thank you, Armando, to Chopper, to Hotness, for the insightful Googled questions from Oprah. They were fantastic. <laughs> They were genuinely off the cuff. <laughs> off the cuff where she'd written them down on her cuff. <laughs> They've now sweated off in we, this room. We have. So I think we are all going to probably have a shower, not together, most important. That mm. would be strange and wrong. And then go off for some nice cocktails, which Yay. we all deserved. And then because we walked a bit earlier, which yeah, is, you know, the way it goes. Mrs. H, do you want to sign off on this one? I do. Do you? Yeah. Thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>